gentlemen welcome to the main event uh this is the very first stargazer podcast very first full one um we're going to be talking nba draft with cooper peterson just a little bit later but first i have a treat for you guys i wanted to say thank you for your support uh thank you for your patience with me and so my special treat is i'm bringing in my other little brother crew peterson to talk some politics with us crew welcome to the show oh thank you so much for having me it's been interesting to watch your career you've got a budding political career you're coming off a year in which you were elected seventh grade president. You just finished up. You're doing some other things politically, making some moves. Yes. Um, tell us about the election process for you. You know, it's a really fun process. You get to meet a lot of new people and learn a lot of new social skills and how to really talk to people in a way that can you can possibly get their vote. So So basically you learn how to convince people into voting for yes. you. And and what is that like? Is it coercion? Is it what do you do? It's pretty blatant. Pretty blatant. Yeah. And tell us about it. Um, you know, I didn't really know what to do, so what I do is I walk up, I kind of like meet him a little bit, and then say, I hope that you can vote for me running for student body president. Okay. Wow. Straight up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And so, what advice would you give to other young people looking to be in your position, looking to be elected? Um, you know, it's really your own process. You kind of do your own thing. It just depends on what type of person you are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just have fun with it because it's a really fun opportunity. And it's just great to learn the new social skills and talk to new people. So it's fun. What's next for you politically? Um, I ran for public relations. Mm-hmm. It was pretty easy because there were three people running. And there were three positions, so that was really convenient. Okay. So, yeah. Just hand them out like candy over there, huh? Yeah, basically, yeah. Fair enough. We're going to talk a little national politics with you now. Mm -hmm. Gun to your head, who are you voting for? Donald Trump. Why? Because uh, he's just like the lesser of the worst poison. (laughs) The lesser of two evils. Yes. What you would say. I like that. The lesser of two poisons. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and what would you say to the people that are concerned about Trump as a candidate and the ones that have their questions? And that's pretty much everyone. So what would you say to everyone? Um, you know, he is an interesting person, but clearly that's really all we have left. So either we can deal with it or, or we're just going to have Hillary Clinton as president. Where does your... Um, dislike for Hillary Clinton come from? Um, definitely the emails. Mm-hmm. I feel that if a president is trying to hide something from their own country, that that's basically unacceptable. And I don't even know why she's still being allowed to run because we all know that she did hide something. Bill has to be back in the White House. We need a first yeah. man. You know how excited Bill Clinton is right uh, now? Yeah. He's pumped. Yeah, I would expect so. Yeah. He's ready to get back there with some interns is what he's ready to get back there for. He's excited for that. We've talked politics. I appreciate you talking politics with me. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I mean, you're the expert here. Mm. 
And so now we go more into my field. We watched the NBA mm-hmm. draft tonight. Um, we watched it all the way through, looked at all the prospects. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest takeaway from this draft? Um, definitely a lot of foreign players coming into the league. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see how they would turn out because mm-hmm. nobody really knows, yep. honestly. And why is it that no one knows? Are they just harder to scout, in your opinion? Um, Yeah, because nobody really... It's not like you can watch March Madness and know about them. It's because you have to really go scout them out. Mm-hmm. And you have to really research them, which most people just frankly don't do. Yeah. So you really have to... They kind of like see a guy dunk. They're like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of hard to scout them just for the fact that you don't really understand the level of competition that they're playing against. Yeah. Which uh, you see a prospect in America and you know, oh, they're mm-hmm. playing in the ACC. They're playing against good players on a nightly basis. Yeah. But it's harder to do that with foreign players. Who is your favorite prospect in this draft? Definitely Buddy Heald, hands down. Okay. And what do you like about him? What makes him relatable to you? Um, he is just so much fun to watch. He's mm-hmm. just a scoring machine. and It's it's great. He's a ba- I believe he will be the next Curry. The next Curry. Even though Curry's still playing in the league. Yeah, well, and he's yeah. still really young. But, like, I feel like he's going to come in and be another Curry. And what makes you believe that? He's just such a great shooter. Okay. It's and just shooting ability. His shooting ability is built. Do you, do you see the creativity that Curry has in Heald, though? Um, that's a good question. I mean, he is, he's a true athlete, and I believe he's going to be a hard worker. Okay. That's so. interesting. That's interesting to me. Um, it has been said, rumors swirling. Yes. All over the internet. Yes. Uh, you look like a young, white, thon maker who just went to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Do you have any comment on those rumors? They are 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, me and him have been known to be slight brothers. That's Slight brothers? Yes. Little blood shared. Little blood shared, That yes. means I'm related. I'm in there, too. Yeah, yeah. You I'm a maker. You just didn't get really the full DNA of him. I didn't get the gangly rim no, protector frame. No, I just... I was the unfortunate one, or the fortunate the one. The fortunate you, you, one. Look at that you, leg. You, you really don't. You really don't know yet. Uh, when so. you're in the 2023, 20, 24 draft, and they're mm. saying, "Look at Crew Peterson's length." Oh yeah. Look at him as a rim protector, and they're using Thon Maker as your comparison. Oh yeah. Don't great. you say unfortunate. Okay, I won't. I, I'll respect it. You're a hooper. You're looking at eighth grade tryouts this yes, year. Yes. Yes. What are you looking to bring to the team? Um, you know, I just. I've let's face it, I'm not really fast. I I am compared to Thon Maker. So. You're quick. So what you gotta really do is you gotta be a hustle points player and hustle I think points. Hustle points. What are know? hustle points? Hustle points. It's really giving you 110 percent, uh, diving for every loose ball, giving 100 110 percent on defense, and going up for every rebound. So. So it'll basically, be good. what everyone else doesn't want to do. Yes. I, see, you're into the hustle points. I've gone, in my pickup games that I play in, you know, every week now, I've gone almost exclusively towards the style points region. Yes. Where it doesn't really matter if it goes in or not. You just have to kind of do look, something cool, yeah, you know? Yeah, look really cool. And so like we're on it. opposite ends of the spectrum. I think yeah. think we need to combine those, mm-hmm. you know? It'll be interesting to see what happens, so. Do you think you'll make the team? Um, You know, I looked at the players that made the team last year. And, you know, if I go confidently and do my best, I believe I will make the team. Excellent. Well, crew, it's been such a pleasure having you on. Thank you for doing your first podcast with me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And we will talk with you soon. All right, buddy? All right. Thank you. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Just had a quick intermission. We're now bringing on Cooper Peterson to talk a little NBA draft with you. 
Cooper, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. All right. So we need to address Cruz. A uh, little hypothesis uh, that Buddy Heald uh, is the next Steph Curry. What do you have to say about that? Jeez. Uh, um, we won't see a player like Steph Curry, I don't think, ever again. And so predicting Buddy Heald to, to be the next Steph Curry, I think that's a little bit risky. Actually, a lot of bit risky. I don't know. Crew described him as a true athlete. Uh, he He's pretty athletic. He is pretty athletic. Uh, I, I, I do doubt the ball handling translates like Curry's or the passing. Or the range or the capabilities or overall basketball skill in general. But Crew's got us. Crew's got yeah, us on this one. I'm sure I'll be there. All right, let's jump right into it. Uh, there was a lot of debate, a lot of hoopla between Simmons and Ingram as the number one picks. Do you think the 76ers made the right decision? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Brandon Ingram's too thin. I think the Kevin Durant comparisons are a little bit far-fetched. Mm-hmm. He won't be Kevin Durant. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Brandon Ingram's Brandon Ingram can score, but Ben Simmons does everything for you. And I know he didn't perform great on LSU this year and didn't win a lot of games, but... I mean, he's the best player in the draft. I think best player in the draft has to go number one. What sets him apart from Ingram? He does everything. I mean, Ingram's just a scorer. I mean, yeah, his length helps on defense, but, I mean, Ben Simmons will rebound for you. He can play point forward for you. Um, I mean, I know Philadelphia has drafted about 19 bigs in the last two years, so. Mm-hmm. They fit logged, really well get, with that no-floor <laughs> space. Kind of a log jam there, so I guess they'll have, they're – Five power forwards on the court at one time, but it's uh, smart. It's yeah, revolutionary. It's, it's revolutionary. They're trying to counter the small ball movement. Going to set a record for defensive the rebounds. Big ball movement. Big ball. Um, I I'm I've never been that high on Simmons. I think he'll be a good player. I think he has the best chance in the draft of being a good player. I think he's overrated in a lot of categories, like athletically. Yeah. I, I love yeah. how ESPN's always like. Oh, this dude's an above the rim, you know, yeah. explosive athlete. I saw him dunk like three times. Yeah, I this whole time. I he's like a six ten power forward. I saw him miss dunks. I'm like, uh, what is this? Like you talked about, we kind of feel like he's gonna be the Johnny Manziel of this league. I I just feel like he has a little bit of an attitude problem. It's, it's a it's not a Latrell Spirel, but it's a it's a Anton Walker. It's like a yeah, it's like a just something's a little bit just like a something snaps on him and I don't know. I watched a Vine today of a cameraman. <laughs> Falling down oh. in front of Ingram and him like peering down at Simmons, him. Simmons, Simmons, Simmons. He and the cameraman falls down in front of Simmons. He kind of peers down at him and then just like oh. sidesteps over him. I'm like, little, little, yeah, little just, bit concerning for me just from a character standpoint. I don't, I don't think he should have done that. That that was a bad move for everybody going into the draft. Just some of the moves he he's made are concerning to me. Like going to LSU. Going to LSU. That, for a coach that Jeez. doesn't really coach and is just like, okay, yeah, Ben, whatever yeah. you say. And then one game will have forty six and ten, and the next game for the next four games have like four and two, and you're like, man, come so, on, bro. So we can talk. I I have my concern about Simmons. Yeah, I I I see him as the best player in the draft right now, mm-hmm. but I also see him as potential to be. I know Jalen Jalen not Jalen Brown, but Jalen Rose doesn't like the word bust anymore, but it could be a bust. Ooh. Who do you think will be the best player out of this draft, if you had to pick? Chris Dunn, without hesitation. Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn was NBA ready this year. And, I don't know, he's going to abuse little point guards. I do not care who's guarding him. He, he'll guard, he'll shut down Steph Curry and... Shut down Curry. That's, I, a, that's a crew well, prediction. I'm just, I'm, well, I'm saying, well, I'm saying it in terms like... He's one of the best defensive point guards, if not the best defensive point guard, to come out in the last 
probably five years. Mm -hmm. I mean, John Wall and him are up there. Uh I think he plays very similar to John Wall. I I like Don a lot. I also like Brown at three. And a lot of people were concerned when the Celtics took him at three. But I liked it. What did you think about it? It made sense. I mean, they didn't need a guard. And that was the best two players left with Murray Mm -hmm. and uh, Don. But they needed a kind of a power, or not a power forward, but they need to combo forward. Uh And that's what they get. That's what he does for him. I think Brown is perfect for like the modern NBA. I know he can't shoot that well, but it's like. He he's a positionless player. He can play. Well, he a lot averaged of he averaged okay. He averaged fourteen and fourteen five and two at Cal, but that's with Tyrone Wallace taking Ivan a Rabb. lot of shots. Ivan Rab. Uh, Ivan Rab taking a lot of shots. Jabari Bird. Bird, Jabari Bird taking Matthews. a lot of shots. So yeah. I mean, he was productive on a team that was overhyped and didn't perform like we thought they would. But yeah. I mean. He he's on he's on that same level as the Maryland guys where I'm like eesh, yeah. like yeah. just I mean, playing with the certain teammates. Oh uh, yeah, you look at Jake Lehman and what's the other Robert, Robert Carter. Carter, you're like, oh jeez. It's like, like those guys are really good players. They got stuck with the most ball hog point guard in NCA and it's like yeah, those are the stone. those yeah. are the real lunch pail guys that are like getting excited to play with Suleiman and Mello Tremble. It's like when you show up to like the classic like rec league and you're just like, Oh jeez, that guy came immediately tie your shoes and know you're not putting up shots that you day. You turn into crew, you're going for hustle points for the rest of the hustle day. Hustle points, dude. Going for loose balls with the MRI crew? He no, doesn't want to comment. Okay, he's a little angry with us right now. I'm curious. I like. I really like the two shooters in this draft, um, Buddy Heald and Murray. Who do you like better out of Buddy or Murray? Um, It's hard because, I mean, what? Murray hit like 100 and some odd threes this year in college. Mm-hmm. And like Steph... Only hit like seven more. I mean, I'm mm. not comparing him to Steph, but the kid, the kid can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. But Buddy would have games that you're just like, this kid's the best player maybe in the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, like that game against Oregon to start the NCAA or then the Elite Eight, Final mm-hmm. Four, or whatever it was. Yeah. Just went off in front of Kobe, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this dude can play. But I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out because I think they're both tremendous shooters. I don't know about defensive, they're kind of defensive liabilities, but I don't know. I, I, I'm a little concerned. The more I think about these two, I'm a little concerned because ball handling-wise, Murray hid behind Ulyss all year, yeah. and Heald hid behind Cousins and Woodard all year, yeah. and never really had to handle any of the ball handling. They just really came off screens and shot deep mm-hmm. threes. I mean, they could make them, but... I, I probably take... I like Heald a little bit better, and it's almost for the exclusive reason of where he's going. Yeah, because he won't have to play point guard. He won't have to play point guard. He'll play off Anthony Davis, and it's like... Oh, I'm going to Murray's. Like, I'm going to uh, Denver. We'll I'll yeah. have well, media I mean, setting the table media, for him. But yeah, yeah, I know that that I don't think that'll work out very well. I don't think Denver works out well for anybody. Mudiay hit more dudes in the stands than he hit on the fast break. The only highlight of Mudiay's season was when he hit the buzzer beater to win the game. And that's your only highlight. You know it's a pretty lucky season. And even he was, like, surprised. uh, Well, nobody even expected that shot to go. I didn't know he got that shot up. It was like Curry. It's not like Curry where he's confident with it. He's like, oh, look what I did. First time I've done that. It's bad. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about our favorite picks. Who was your favorite picks in this draft? Um... Well, I like Jalen Brown at three. Mm-hmm. I like Malik Beasley at, what was he, 19? 19 to Denver. Yeah, 19. I mean, he's going to Denver. That sucks for him. But <laughs> I really like Malik Beasley. I mean, 15, five, and I mean, I know I only have one assist, but 15 and five are good college numbers on a Florida State team that have a and lot of shots, days. too. Yeah. A lot of shots go up. But They're definitely in that Cal, Maryland. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, another draft pick I like, I know it's the second round, but 
I loved Kay Fielder at 54. Where did he go? Atlanta? Uh, I think, yeah, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, Freaking 24-9. He led the nation in assists. Yeah. Was fourth in the nation in scoring. Had a 44-inch vertical of the combine. I mean, I I don't want to say Isaiah Thomas, but that's kind of what he looks like. And he's a better Isaiah Thomas in college. I know he played at a smaller school, but... Like, There's a lot of little guys with big time games. I like I like Tyler Ulis at 34. Uh-huh. I would have liked Tyler Ulis after 15. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, and I like Tyron Wallace at 60. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyron Wallace was a productive point guard on a team that put up a lot of shots on yeah. Cal again. With the last pick in the draft, I mean, what was last picks in the Isaiah Thomas was the last pick in the draft yeah. a couple years ago, huh? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like that pick at 60. I really like I really like Brown at three. I think Boston was good going aggressive, going for a high ceiling prospect. Because you look at some of the players they've taken in the last few years, it's like, well, what are you? I don't yeah. I don't really understand. Like Fab Mello a few years ago, that was the worst draft pick the Boston organizations had in it's the past like five years. Old, old that Trader was not Day. a Red Hour back. That was a Danny Ainge. Old oh, Trader Danny. <laughs> old Trader Danny's real hit or miss. He either makes brilliant moves or like. I swear, I want to trade every single draft pick they had for like. Russell Westbrook or something. He would have pulled the trigger so fast for, like, uh, Jimmy Butler, probably. Well, it was one of those situations where he's like, he's like, oh, we got so many assets, and he gets close to the draft, and he's like, well, we can't pay all these assets. It's like, we got to get rid of them. we got to oh, get rid of them. Jeez, we can't have a 25-man roster, can we? And Philadelphia's trying to... You can hey, see Jim, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> you can see. <laughs> we can't keep 25 guys in Jersey. You can see Philadelphia, like, sneaking in, like, hey, we'll give you Nerland's Noel. For all your picks. Geez, apparently Jalen Brown can't be a practice player for a year. Uh, <laughs> can we ship some of these guys overseas? We've done that with a lot of our other prospects. I, I liked Maker at 10. Like, I liked the the Black Crew. Uh, um, the the big <laughs> the well, bigger Black Crew is what uh, I call it. Milwaukee them. really went after it there. I mean, that has potential to be very... I mean, that has potential. I, I don't know how you can really compare him because he's 7 2 and jump shooter, shooter. yeah, 7'2 jump shooter who can dribble the ball. He's athletic. I mean, but he's not a Kevin Durant by any means. But he's he's you can't he's really skilled. compare him to anybody. I just can't wait to watch him, Jabari Parker, and Giannis Antetokounmpo swing their arms red rover, red rover as the other teams come down on defense. <laughs> Stills all over the court. It's too much length. And uh, then my probably my favorite pick of the draft was um, Bembry. Uh, Atlanta picked him up at twenty one, and I mean he was a smaller conference player in the Atlantic Ten, but the kid dominated. Uh, the kid was athletic. The kid can shoot. The kid can defend. And I think Atlanta's a good situation for him. Uh, they reached on Prince a little earlier. Oh, geez. That was a, that but, was a bad pick. Uh, Prince is the bravest guy in the draft. Uh, he fought in the NFL. Prince freaking punched a player in a, a t- TV timeout. So. A little bit of a temper tantrum. but In the NCAA tournament. This was not a Texas regular season game. This was... Oh, in the tournament, everybody's watching. All right, let's fight now. Yeah, let's, let's really square up. Not here. their best move. Not. I mean, Baylor obviously is struggling a lot right now in their sports <laughs> programs, but we don't need to get into that. Um, who's your biggest reach? Biggest reach. Um, I'd say Jacob Pertle or Jakob Jacob Jakob Pertle at nine. You don't don't uh, be doing this to my you guy. Thon Maker ten was a big reach. Oh, and I guess my biggest reach though. Dragon Bender at four. Mm-hmm. Any foreign player taken in the top ten is a bust. I don't care. Besides Chris Porzingis, in the last ten years, what, you have Andre Bogut, but he, he played it. Andre Bogut, yeah, from Andre, 
Why did I say Andre? But on Andrew Bogut. The black version of Bogut, yes. Andre Bogut. <laughs> uh, Andrew Bogut. He, but I feel like I but trust... But he played at the Eagles. Yeah, so, I, I trust mean, foreign players more when they play a year of college. I mean, these guys, they're playing 13-year-old girls on their mixtapes, and they're, yeah, they're dunking, but you're like, okay, hey, seven foot, hopefully he can dunk, you it's know? like, I'm going to put my YMCA mixtape out and say I play in Europe and Freaking, get drafted. You have Ilya Sova's out there just shooting corner threes. That's all they can do. Hey, Philadelphia draft and stash me. I'm ready to go Come in a couple on. years. I'm ready Come to go. Come on, let me in the league. <laughs> Dragon Bender's freaking playing his little brother in the driveway. Oh, is he born in seven foot? Yeah, him. We want him. Handles. No. Freaking, uh, I don't like foreign players in the top 10. Oh, okay. In the top 15. I have to say this, though. The, the Sacramento Kings. They have DeMarcus Cousins on their roster. They have Willie Cauley-Stein. And they trade for the 12th pick in the draft. And for some reason, take a dude named Papa Giannis uh, out of Greece. That's a bad move. Who's 7-2. Another center. Another lottery center that they have taken. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, the rest of the league going small ball. Well, yeah. let's, let's really counter that. 7-2, 6-8. Seven. And one second. For just a little input right here on the mm-hmm. Kings. DeMarcus Cousins made a draft pick for him. DeMarcus Cousins drafted his cousin to be on the team. DeMar- what's Cousins, Isaiah Cousins from Oklahoma? He should not have been drafted over half the players in the draft. I mean, look at the point guards that he was drafted over. Gary Payton. Gary Payton III. Yogi Ferrell. Yogi Ferrell. I mean. There were some more talented point guards. And I mean, half the time. Cousins had a couple games where he didn't even score. I mean. Cousins yeah. had a couple games where all he did was dribble the ball between his legs really hard, and they're like, oh, yeah. So DeMarcus Cousins went up to the GM and, hey, if you don't draft my cousin, I swear I will leave. Vlade Divac can get bullied into it. You could see him watching that draft pick with a black eye like, yeah, Cousins got me on that Vlade one. Divac wanted to take every foreign player in the draft. He had to settle with I'm telling you, I don't know how Divac still has a job. I said he was going to do something stupid. I told you. I said in my mock draft – Divock, my only prediction I'm going to make for this draft is Divock's going to do something stupid. He did something. He did. He well. He did one, multiple he stupid did, he things. He did all. Uh, everything was bad. It was not a good draft for the Kings. No. As it never is. It seems to be. It, who's your sleeper pick in this draft? Um, I know I talked about him on good picks, but it's Kay Fielder again. I really like Kay Fielder. I mean, I'm. What really, role do you see him in? Six man. Six man. I mean, you look at Isaiah Thomas. He starts. I mean. Give him a couple of years in this league, and I think Kay Fielder, I mean, he has. Give him four more inches, and he's probably the number one draft. He's the number one pick in this draft. I mean, I know he played at Oakland. I know where, but I mean, what, he had like 36 on Michigan State? And Tom Izzo said he, he played was, good in big games. Tom Izzo said he was like one of the best players he's ever seen play at, uh, what's that, what's Detroit's stadium? I have no idea. Oh, well, that is like Tom Izzo said that he's one of the best players he's ever seen play there, and that's. And he watched Denzel Valentine play every year or every day. So um, I, 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 I like Felder. I like Felder, um, especially as a second rounder. I the one I liked is uh, Dejounte Murray picked by the Spurs at the end of the first 30 or twenty nine. Um, I I just think that Spurs do such a good job. At, the Spurs and the Celtics are the ones that you that use weird talents so well. Yeah. And I mean Murray is pretty weird. I mean he's not inefficient. He he has his problems. He's not a gr- terrific ball handler at this point. He's not an like explosive athlete, but he can score. He can make plays that not many other players in the draft can make just because of his creativity. 
Um, and I think the Spurs really have needed the point guard position with Tony Parker getting older. They don't have a real solid backup. They've been trying to use a 6'8 Kyle Anderson. Yeah. But fast breaks don't go so well there. No, no. And uh, so I think they, I think it'll be fun to watch Murray and on the break, especially with Leonard and athletes like that, Danny Green. And so I thought the Spurs made a really good pickup there. Do you have a... While we're still on reaches... Yep, okay, reaches. Uh, Scal Abbasier at 28. Ah, uh, jeez. Um, the dude didn't even know. perform in college this year. I don't know. He's good for elbow jumpers. <laughs> elbow what jumpers are in this league. Elbow jumpers are the future. Oh, jeez. Big I, ball. I, I just think talent usually shines through at some point, and he was the number two recruit. But people miss. I mean... People do miss. I... I I think he was kind of marginalized by Murray and Eulis. I just don't think the style fit him. I think if he puts on a little weight, uh, I, I think he has a chance to be a good player. I really do. I I don't like him. I I, he, I can understand. I don't like him. We will agree to The dude averaged six moment. points at college. He went number 20 in the draft. Oh, but he has a great name. Yeah, Scal. Scal. Yeah, please. Coach Cal wouldn't let a player fail. Looks sick on a jersey. Who's the loser of this draft for you? Um, well, 76ers, I mean, Ben Simmons was a good pick, but every pick after that was very questionable. I don't know. I liked Luau out of France. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And players playing seven-year-olds in the driveway. Who did they pick? Um, we'll go first, that first round. So we got, yeah, so you picked up Ben Simmons and then they picked up. Luau at 24. Luau at 24. Then they went and got. Anton Forakas, um, another foreign player. Oh, they, Corkin. They love, they love foreign players for some reason. I don't know why. I think those are just paying out for them. They're um, hiding them. They're sta- stash me. Please stash me. I don't have to go over there for a couple of years. They're hiding them, so the other NBA players. So, yeah, 76ers, I don't love their draft, but my loser of the draft was the Jazz. The Jazz earlier in the day had a chance to trade for Eric Bledsoe and the 13th pick was it mm-hmm. for 13th, just Hayward for Hayward yep. um yeah Hayward fits the demographic uh, in Salt Lake City Hayward uh, that's why he's geez. still there he's uh, marketable and then what was the trade for Isaiah Whitehead I mean what do you get out of that a not ready point guard I mean that what what did he what did he shoot his last game I know it was just his last game but what was he, like, one for, like, 36? Went out on a slow note. One for 36, like, seven turnovers. You had Chris Mullen over there freaking crying. Well, Chris Mullen was freaking in the stands, bawling his eyes out. In, in in all reality, the Jazz do need a little help at point guard. I went to their games, and they started NATO and Trey Burke last year. you got to find somebody I better understand. than And they traded for George Hill. And they traded for George Hill. What the heck? But they gave up the number 12 pick for him, which was a little I mean, questionable. what? George Hill? <laughs> I talked about this in my other podcast. I don't love the move. I Salt Lake fans always talk themselves into players, and I'm like, I'm I'm skeptical, to I mean, say the least. I would much rather take in Jeff T. How did they get that short? Oh, yeah, we'll give up the 12th pick, and you guys take Jeff T, and we'll take George Hill. Sick. They were basically just showing good Christian charity there and just letting the Pacers Well, Jazz, it will be nice here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Sometimes guys? Adam Silver gets involved. Trace. Hey, Jazz, come on. I, I do have to say my loser of the draft in this one. And uh, I'm not. I'm going to avoid going with the team because uh, I'll wait for ju- wait to judge on that one. But um, 
Deontay Davis out of Michigan State oh, is going to be the loser of the draft for me. I mean, I felt you, so bad for the guy. You could see him like perking up at each pick and then just. It was. And they was kept when, showing it was, him. It was when like five power forwards got selected throughout like like the twenties. Mm-hmm. And then when that guy from Mexico State got drafted, Pascal or whatever. I, I don't think he. I have never even seen him play before. And I watched best. I've watched so much, but and I've never even seen him play before. And when he got drafted for him, I honestly felt so bad for the guy that I just wanted the next team. I was praying <laughs> that he would get drafted. Cause I, and then when he got up and left. And then had to come back. And then back. had to come back because he got drafted <laughs> the next pick. I was like, and Tom Izzo's over there crying, crossing his fingers. He already bought that 70000 necklace that was around his sister's or mom's neck. And like, It looked good. Like, it looked good. You don't even have a promised contract anymore. Well, no guaranteed contract, but a cool-looking necklace. The summer league will be fun. Yeah. Better play hard. Please dominate. Please. Please. Well, I mean, it's worse when you're a freshman. If you're a senior and you come out and you're in the draft and you don't, it, that happens to you, it's fine. But this kid was a freshman with three years of eligibility left. Comes out. Tom Enzo's really loosening his necktie over there. Jeez, oh, I shouldn't have told him to leave. This recruiting is going to be rough for the next few years. Man. Uh, do you have a winner of the draft? Who's your clear winner? Um, winner, I liked what, I mean, yeah, I liked what Boston did with Jalen Brown, especially at three. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that chubby I, Frenchman I they picked at yeah, 16. I didn't love the, like, what was his last name? Chernobyl's or what? It, it wasn't Chernobyl, but. They basically just picked a guy out of the stands. They just, yeah, that's, uh. When a prospect celebrates like he's at, like. Yeah, he's Dr- like a drunk. Drushan Yabusule. Yeah, okay. When a I prospect mean, celebrates like they're at a like drunken Super Bowl party with their friends, and that's it, what it, it looks was like. like. It was almost like, oh, I got drafted. Like it was like when no it was like his, his family looked around, like, oh, sick, yeah. Like I think they just came there for like a like a vacation, and then they're like, oh yeah, I mean, don't you play ball? I was like, yeah. He's like pointing at himself, looking around. Is there another one of these? Me. I mean, I liked what Boston did. Um, I mean... Any other winner for you? There wasn't, like, a ton of draft picks. You're like, oh, that's a really... I mean, Minnesota with a Chris Dunn pick, I like that. Minnesota's pick. my winner. I'll yeah, say that right I, now. I think Minnesota did a good job, but there wasn't, like, a lot of picks, you know, that you're like, oh, like, what a pick. for. I mean, some people just reached and reached and reached and just praying for turnout but i don't know how that's going to turn out for him so crew made a brilliant point in his comments that there were a lot of foreign players people are trying to gamble um i think people are realizing that upside picks are probably the way to go i hate foreign players i don't like them it's i wouldn't take them if i was a gm because it's like you can't really scout them like like back to my point they're playing nine-year-old girls in their driveway and they're like oh he dunked it he dunked it <laughs> yeah i don't care if he dunked it he's seven feet tall and he's playing a 13 year old girl Minnesota comes out the winner. Oh, yeah. I think Minnesota had a good draft. Chris Dunn's a great pickup. I mean... Chris Dunn with Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns for the next few years. They're going to be scary. They're going to be so scary. They're stacked now. And, I mean, if Chris Dunn learns how to shoot threes consistently, this team will win a championship in the next five years. Uh, Steph Curry's going to be in this league a long time. But, I mean, you think about it. you you got Carl Anthony Towns, who will be the best center in the league in three years. Well, he's already the best center in the league. I would take him over anyone right now. I was yeah. I was being conservative. Yeah. Wiggins is gonna. I don't. I don't know what Wiggins' ceiling is. I don't know what he hits, but he's gonna score twenty a game and play good defense on the other end. 
Yeah. And then with Dunn running the show and getting him out in transitions where Levine can just put his elbows in the rim. Yeah. Uh, they need to get rid of Ricky Rubio. They need to get something for Ricky Rubio. <laughs> yeah. If they can I wonder if they can bring Kevin Love back. Bring Kevin He's Love He's really back. good in Minnesota. Throw out that passes. Kevin, listen. Do not shoot corner threes. No more threes. Do not drive. Do not post up. No more po- post ups are the ones. Defensive and offensive rebound and outlet pass. Yep. And that's what he's good at. That's what he can do. Yeah, bullied by Andre Iguodala in the post. <laughs> Even Clay Thompson would go and pick on him. He just thought it was fun. Steph Curry, freaking, he'd bring Leandro Barbosa out of the bench. He was 55 years old and from Brazil, and he was bullying him off the bench. This draft was weird for me. Um, I think next year's draft is going to be terrific. It I seems th- like there's like nine teams that drafted like 14 players, and like that was it. You yeah. Know? Like every else you had one, but... It was like, I don't know how all these well, guys... there were so are. many stashed picks. Well, I don't know how all these guys, like, Philadelphia and Boston, like, we talked... I mean, what are they going to do? They have, like, 33 players on their roster right now. They're like, D-League's okay. going to be eating good for the right. next few years. All right, here we go. You're going to you're gonna be our equipment manager for one, one year, all right? <laughs> one year, and then I promise, next year, we'll switch it around. Preferred walk-on. You aren't going to get your scholarship it, quite yet. It's like they're in a college program, and... I don't know. They're like, I just don't think they know how many players they actually have on a team. Danny's like, oh, what are we at? 60? Trader Danny's not good at counting. Jeez. Wong. Should we send some of these guys to the Ooh. Patriots? Send them to the Pats. Let them bulk up a little bit. Any other thoughts you have on this draft? Um, not, I mean, not necessarily. I still think it comes back to my highlight of the draft. Marcus Cousin making a pick. Um, when I saw that come up on the screen, I just laughed. Um, Suns. Oh, I do have a question about the Suns taking three power forwards. Three power forwards. It's three power forwards. Uh, and they already have two power forwards on their roster. So, yeah, I don't. Three power forwards in the first round, given. So that's all contracts, right? Actually, Labissier was traded to Sacramento. Labissier or whatever his name was. So they got rid of one of them, and Sacramento took another big man, which is exactly what they need to. Another elbow jump shooter. Big ball. They're transforming. Big ball. All right. I'm going to get you out of here, but I have to ask you a question. Uh, this is a little unprompted. Your favorite team has always been Oklahoma City. Yes. What happens with Durant this offseason? Comes back, baby. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that. That's your I'm, prediction. I'm saying that partially as a hopeful fan, but I'm saying that partially because why would you leave? I don't think it works out. Where I mean, I it doesn't work out in Golden State. There's not enough shots. New York, Miami, it's not really a realistic possibility. I always kind of liked him going to Washington just because they picked up uh, what Scotty and Scotty Brooks, and I mean that's where he's from. <laughs> Scotty Brooks, uh, he's a head the coach. babysitter. Yeah, really though. But they had John Wall, Bradley Bill. It's where he's from. I kind of like that, but he's not going to go there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he comes back to OKC. They just Picked up uh, Victor Allen Depot. Mm-hmm. I mean, starting lineup, Russell Westbrook, Victor Allen Depot, Kevin Durant, uh, Andis Cantor, and Stephen Adams. I mean, that team's a very, very, very good team. And after this year, when they almost won it, I mean, well, not almost won it, but should have had a very good chance to win it. And they, and OKC can pay him more than anybody else. So, I don't I think he comes back. Well, interesting. I have a, I have an article coming up on the Stargazer about where I predict that he goes. Um, I'm going to say I disagree with you right now. I, I don't understand why. I mean, maybe he – I think he re-ups for one year, maybe. 
to wait for the full salary cap explosion, but I think he's gone after a while. You think he'll play for New York Knicks and get their championship in 2011 with Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose will have MVP in 2011. He's still got to be good, right? Phil Jackson hasn't watched tape in five years. Phil Jackson's just been smoking peyote out in Wyoming. Oh, we got a chance to get Derrick Rose. Yeah. Honey, that's Derrick Rose with three knee surgeries. <laughs> oh. Well, I thought it was well, 2011 Derrick Rose. Well, he only gave up Robin Lopez and Jerry and Grant. To he get was out. watching Back in the Future. He thought he could actually do Back in the Future. Oh, we can use that, right? No, it's not real. Jeez. All right. Well, Cooper, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. This has been the first full Stargazer podcast. We're going to have more coming out soon, a lot more NBA. Maybe Crew will join us for some more politics sometime. Uh, Hashtag pray for crew making the 8th grade basketball team. <laughs> He'll be there. He's their starting point guard. Uh, long, long, long length. Big ball. <laughs> Big ball. Thank you so much. Best wishes, and we'll talk with you soon.